letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fryan. Here are the headlines for Tuesday, June 20th. A Red Wing couple is facing multiple child abuse charges. New data shows some startling numbers about seatbelt usage in Minnesota. And we've got good news and maybe not so good news about the Taylor Swift shows this weekend in Minneapolis. Today's top story charges have yet to be filed against a Brooklyn Park man in connection with the Friday night car crash that killed five young women. The suspect's been widely identified as 27-year-old Derek Thompson, the son of former state representative John Thompson. Twin Cities defense attorney Joe Friedberg, who's not associated with the case, tells WCCO's Chad Hartman the prosecution may be gathering evidence for the most serious charges possible. If there are no circumstances we're unaware of, driving 95 miles an hour on a city street and running a red light um, is certainly capable of supporting a third-degree murder charge. Thompson has a history of driving-related offenses, including a 2018 hit-and-run crash in California, for which he was sentenced to eight years in prison but qualified for an early release. A Red Wing couple faces multiple child abuse-related charges for allegedly locking up their four young kids in makeshift cages and neglecting them. 41-year-old Benjamin Cotton and 38-year-old Christina Cotton are appearing in Goodhue County Court today after being arrested over the weekend. According to the criminal complaint, a caller tipped authorities off to the situation last August. The investigation revealed the Cottons had been caging their children for four years. The children ranged from two to nine years old. Meanwhile, Minneapolis police say a shooting overnight left one person dead. It happened around midnight near the intersection of Dowling Avenue and 6th Street. But investigators say the shooting itself may have occurred at nearby Interstate 94. The victim's been identified by family members as 24-year-old Omari Engel. No word yet on any suspects. A family member says they don't know why Engel was targeted. Minnesota will find out tomorrow if it will host the 2027 World Expo. John Stanick is general manager of the group that's trying to bring the expo to Minnesota. He's in Paris, where the balloting takes place using a series of voting machines. Until then, Stanick is out and about drumming up support for Minnesota's bid. We're anticipating there will not be a first ballot victory by any of the countries, so this is also a little bit of ranked choice voting where we're lining up second support from countries that are not supporting us on the first ballot. I think most people think that this might go down to the finals and that after the first three ballots, countries will drop. There are four other cities bidding to host the event. Serbia, Belgrade, Futec, Thailand, Malaga, Spain, and San Carlos, Argentina. The theme of Minnesota's bid is healthy people, healthy planet. It's estimated the expo could attract 14 million visitors while creating 30,000 jobs. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Today marks the first meeting between Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt and the newly formed Hennepin County Citizens Advisory board made up of 23 people sharing their voices and helping shape police initiatives. Witt says she expects to hear about the good and the bad. I realize too that all the conversations aren't going to be good conversations, but I'm not the sheriff who wants just yes people. I want people who are going to challenge me, challenge the system with the goal of making us better, better together. Witt telling Adam and Jordana today on WCCO Radio that the advisory board will play a key role in making the sheriff's department better in the long run. New data shows police statewide issued more than 2,300 seatbelt citations during the Click It or Ticket campaign running May 22nd through June 4th. Mike Hansen's the director of the Minnesota Department of Public Safety's Office of Traffic Safety. 
He says 93% of Minnesotans are doing the right thing by buckling up. The fact that we still have that 7 or 6% that don't, that is still concerning to me because we've kind of been stuck at that, that level for the last several years. And even though that's only 6 or 7% of the motor vehicle occupants out there, that still represents almost 30% of our fatalities. Police issued 130 child seat citations during that same time span. Summer starts tomorrow and with it comes an air quality alert. It runs through Thursday with smog and ozone issues the main concern. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has parts of the Twin Cities Metro beyond the 494 and 694 loop in the red alert, meaning the air is unhealthy for everyone. It's also really hot out. Actually, our hottest weather usually comes three weeks after the solstice. Mid-July is when temperatures usually peak, so we still have a few more very hot weeks shaping up, but it's going to be, you know, 90, 92-ish. The urban heat island and the downtown core, the metro. That's WCCO radio meteorologist Paul Douglas. Other areas of the Twin Cities remain under an orange alert where the air is unhealthy for sensitive groups. The heat should be sticking around for the weekend, including Friday and Saturday when Taylor Swift is scheduled to play two shows at U.S. Bank Stadium. There's good news and not so good news for Swifties. Let's start with the good news. Metro Transit had to know it was trouble when they announced last month that they would not have train service past 11.30 p.m. due to staffing issues, creating bad blood with Swifties who couldn't, in their wildest dreams, figure out how to get home. A cruel summer joke was averted, though, with a post yesterday on the Metro Transit website that they will, in fact, have light rail service on both Friday and Saturday night. They knew all too well that without a change, they'd be seen as an anti-hero. So fans' fear of getting stranded at U.S. Bank Stadium? Shake it off. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. And then the not-so-good news, ticket prices. In my 35 years in the ticket business, I have never seen anything close to this. That's Brian Obert, one of the owners at Ticket King in the Twin Cities. He says oftentimes ticket prices for big musical acts in the Twin Cities stay in the hundreds of dollars. For Taylor Swift, we're talking prices in the thousands of dollars. You know, so it's it's more like a Super Bowl than it is a concert. Now, tickets to simply get into U.S. Bank Stadium for Taylor Swift's two shows Friday and Saturday range from $1,200 to $1,500, according to Obert. Lower bowl seats are well north of $2,000. You know, for those people... Holding out, you know, maybe a last-minute deal. I don't see prices coming down much below a thousand. Again, those shows scheduled for Friday and Saturday night. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at wccoradio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.